Congratulations! You're listening to a Radio One ninety one FM podcast. Right now, I'm joined by Marine Science Master's student Rob Lewis. Good morning to you. Good morning, Jamie. How are you going? Not too bad. And yourself? Yeah, very well, thanks. Beautiful very, day today. Yeah, oh, it's a wonderful day in Otipoti. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, now, shark sightings uh, have been on the rise um, this summer, especially since the tragic death of a woman in Waihee Beach. Um, you know, and uh, so uh, people people are heightened right now. Um, people, are, I guess, are probably being quite vigilant. Um, but, you know, I guess we'll start off with the fact that shark attacks in Aotearoa are incredibly rare, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we've got one of the lowest attack rates in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, since the 1840s, I think we've got between 14 and sort of 20-ish um, attacks. And, you know, it sort of varies because it depends on how you classify uh, attacks in certain ways and things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, very low rates in New Zealand. Yeah, I, I guess attack is, is a strong word. Um, because for the you know the sharks are very inquisitive animals, and for the most part, um, you know they're not deliberately attacking anyone; they're just having a wee nosy, right? Yeah, exactly. That's that's one of the main issues, really, is that uh, we're a very foreign object in their environment often, um, and so a lot of what we call attacks, as you say, we, we call them attacks, but really they are an, a curious or an investigation bite where the shark will come up and. You know, they don't have hands, um, so their way of figuring things out often is by, you know, giving a little nibble on something to see what exactly that thing is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, why are we seeing large numbers of sharks this season? I mean, are we seeing more than usual, or are we just a little bit heightened because of what um, has ha- has occurred last week? Um, yeah, really, it, it's, it's probably because we're a little bit heightened. Um, there really aren't any more sharks this year compared to previous years. Uh, and to be honest, uh, this is a question I get asked most summers as people start seeing sharks a little bit more often. Um, and it's not just because there are more sharks or anything like that, but it's actually because people are out on the water so much more. There are more people yeah. fishing. There are more people going out on boats and swimming and doing all those summer activities. Mm-hmm. So there's actually a bigger chance of running into these kinds of animals while you're out there in the environment. Yeah. Um, yeah. So shark numbers themselves... Um, Probably, yeah, they, they aren't on the rise as far as we know. Um, the information on that is quite um, elusive, to be honest. We need a lot of more research to really say confidently exactly what a lot of the numbers are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but from the appearance this year, there's, there's nothing different compared to most other years. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about con- sea conditions? Are they helping us uh, see more? Uh, are the oceans clearer than, than normal in certain parts of the country? Uh, I mean, we've got a bit of a, a funny year this year because we've got, of course, La Nina going on, um, yeah. and that is changing some of the conditions. Um, and we were expecting a warmer-than-usual um, water temperature this year. Yeah. Um, and when you change that water temperature, you also change the distribution that prey species can go. And yeah. so, of course, the predators can change their distributions based on those prey as well. Um, so it's really hard to pin it down to whether it's clarity or temperature or one sort of thing. There's a lot of compounding factors, and that can vary quite quite substantially, even between years sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, um, typical swimming beaches in Aotearoa, they're not exactly feeding grounds for sharks, are they? That's not where they go and get their food source. 
Uh, no, no. So, I mean, sharks typically are very uninterested in humans. Like we said earlier, curiosity is the thing that usually gets them. Yeah. Um, if it's a curious animal and wants to figure out more. Um, when it comes to feeding grounds, in summertime, you do obviously get those prey species we're talking about. It's a very productive time for a lot of species. And so um, sometimes you do get species like snapper and, and those sorts of bigger fish, the things coming closer to shore. And so yeah. the predators may follow that along. But uh, certainly none of our favorite beaches um, would be called a hunting ground. Yeah. But, well, the funny thing is, and, and you said it yourself, we call them swimming beaches. Yeah. It's important for us to remember that there is no such thing as a swimming beach, really, or a surfing yeah. beach or anything like that. They're all environments, and they're yeah. all homes for these kinds of animals. So it's, yeah. yeah. We, we, we place value on them for a certain thing, but uh, we shouldn't forget that they are, you know, what they are. Yeah. I mean, it's their environment, right? I mean, it's like, it'd be like yeah. going into yeah, the yeah. jungle in Bengal and, and, exactly. and being surprised that you saw a tiger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably not going to happen, but when it does, uh, yeah, it is a surprise. Yeah, that's right. That's um, right. So, I mean, this is maybe going off a little beaten track a little bit here, but uh, we do run a, a citizen science program here at the Marine Study Centre called Shark Spy, and yeah. it is actually focused on shark sightings. Um, and one of the reasons we have this um, project running is because we actually know so little about how seasonality uh, and distributions and things might be changing over the years. Yeah. Um, so it's it's trying to bridge those gaps, um, yes. and so yeah, a, yeah. A lot of this is quite hard to sort of confidently say anything. We just sort of see what happens um, as time goes on. Yeah, because you study shark numbers in Otago, right? Specifically uh, around Otago Harbour and seven gill sharks. Is that is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So I mean, my 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 personal research was focused on seven gills, um, and then yeah, with the Marine Study Centre and the Citizen Science Program, we're trying to work with the community, and we're trying to get schools and things involved in trying to get um, sightings of as many different species as we can around the Otago region, mm -hmm. um, just so we can try and fill a few of those gaps of, um, are we seeing new things, are we seeing different things, are we seeing anything strange? Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, with, our, with La Nina, you know, are we getting, um, you know, the likes of bronze whalers and, and, and the like further south? Um, so they could potentially go further south in the usual ranges. I doubt very much that we'd be seeing any bronzies around Dunedin or Otago. Yeah. Um, we are yeah, more likely to just see the usual, the usual uh, species we have here. And we do have a very rich diversity to start with. Um, yeah. You know, there, there are easy 10 species I could probably name off the top of my head that inhabit coastal Otago waters normally. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, the chances of something like a bronzy coming down and trying to push in in between all those other species probably isn't super high. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I, I remember the last time we had a really warm La Nina, we had, like, kingfish, and uh, you know, down here, like, bigger kingfish than usual. And like you said, snapper, yeah. you know, we'll get uh, snapper down south uh, and the like, and I wonder if they, you know, that that's what they eat and, and whether or not they follow them down. But I guess, like you said, there's competing numbers already here, so... Um, and they're quite, yeah. they, they, they can be, I, I guess, territorial when it comes to hunting grounds, right? Um, yeah, well, they try and avoid interactions with each other, uh, depending on the species and size and all that sort of stuff, um, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we are seeing definitely, like I said, those prey species are coming down this way. And so yeah. it wouldn't, wouldn't be un, uh, unreasonable to think that you might see something like that down here. But uh, mm -hmm. I think it's very unlikely that we'll see those northern species coming all the way down. Um, we'll probably just see the seven gills 
enjoying the snapper instead. Yeah, nice, nice. And so what happens if we do see a shark, you know? Um, what, what would you recommend to do, especially if you're in the, in the water? So really the, the first thing is um, stay calm, um, keep an eye on it if you can, uh, remaining yeah, as still as possible and then just slowly back away um, without causing too much of a fuss or a ruckus and yeah. try and get out of the water as safely as possible. Uh, the more noise, the more um, splashing or agitation in the water, the more likely you are to draw the attention of the animal. Yeah. Um, things like seven gills, you know, spear divers and things encounter them all the time. They are, again, very curious. Um, and they, you know, they are fond of spear divers because there's often a little bit of food and things around as well. Uh, and even spear divers say you can, you know, with, when they come in for an investigation, often you can just push them away. Um, and that's, you know, that's the last ditch effort. Obviously, you should just try and avoid that situation altogether. But, yeah. you know, yeah. The classic bop on the nose. Uh, yep, if it, if it is an aggressive interaction, um, if, if it turns into an aggressive interaction, then yes. Uh, the yeah. nose, the eyes, the gills are all places, but that should not be step one, really. Yes, step that's one. right. Try and back away safely, stay calm, keep your eye on it if you can. Yeah. Um, 99.999% of the chance, uh, you know, that's what's going to happen. Um, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, And that's the thing to reliterate again, I guess, is the... Um, you know, it's extremely rare, extremely rare in Aotearoa. I think there's been 13 deaths in, in the last 170 years. Uh, and, yeah. Yeah, and they're just being inquisitive like any other creature. Like, we are inquisitive of them. You know, it's no, it's no different uh, in all reality. So, um, you know, don't don't fear, don't be scared, um, but also just um, know that, you know, you're in um, their environment. So... Uh, just absolutely, take, yep. yeah. Take care of yourself and those around you. So, if people do spot them and if they want to um, let you know with your study, how how do we do that? Yeah, great. Actually, um, so there are a few different ways you can do that. Um, we do have a, a Facebook page you can have a look at, and you can message me directly that way. Um, and that is if you just search Sharks by Otago, mm-hmm. um, or we do have an email address shark.spy.otago at gmail. Uh, and that comes directly to myself as well. Mm-hmm. And then if you're really interested in seeing um, what we've been finding around the area, and it's, it's not just the Taiga, but uh, this is this council in New Zealand as well, um, we are collecting all these sightings. Uh, all the data is freely available to anyone who wants to have a look on the iNaturalist website. Mm-hmm. Um, so you pop onto iNaturalist and search for SharkSpy, uh, and that'll show you all the sightings that we've got for our project um, and what kind of things have been seen around the area at what time of year and all those sort of stuff. Um, so a big part of our project is making sure that um, if people want the information, it's there for them. Um, I'm always here at the Marine Studies Centre, so if anyone really does want any information, uh, they can feel free to contact me on, on that email or uh, by the Facebook page, and I'll be happy to, to answer anything they might want to know. Fantastic. Marvellous. Well, hey, Rob, thank you so much for taking the time out to speak to us this morning. No problems at all. Thank you, Jamie. Have yourself a wonderful day and enjoy the, the warmth um, you know, for yeah. a while. It's about, t- it's about time we got some summer. Um, so enjoy it while you can. And uh, once again, thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Awesome. Thank you. Cheers. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. Find more at r1.co.nz.